In this season, Sherry, some of us are going to know God in very different ways, right? And what I mean by that is God has many names that he describes himself as in the Bible. And every time he did something, the name would be revealed. So when he, when he spoke to Moses and Moses said, which God are you? And he said, I'm Yahweh. I am that I am. That, that had a meaning uh, specifically there. When Abraham went up to the mountain to sacrifice um, his, uh, his son in, in faith that God would raise his son up from the dead, God provided. And so he called the place Jehovah Jireh or, you know, which means God, my provider. So, so the names of God reveal something about God's character to every time you know, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Shalom, all these names have something, El Elyon, El Shaddai, they all reveal a different aspect of who God is. I am that I am reveals the fact that God is the God who exists eternally. There is no beginning. He's not I was, he's not I will be, he is always. So, you know, it, it shows a different, like you said, rightfully attribute about who God is. And I believe in this season that God's uh, attributes will be revealed differently to all of us because many of us are facing many different problems. What people don't understand is that coronavirus is not just a physical problem. Right. Right. Um, so, so, so before I even get into that. Some of us will know him um, as provider because coronavirus has come and it is not only attacked uh, physical, our physical body, but it is attacked the way the world functions. Right. Right now, it is not just New York that is on lockdown. It is the entire planet that is on lockdown, right? Uh, So the way governments run, school is a system. School has been shifted, Mm -hmm. right? And and every time a different system is shifted, there is good and there is bad that's Mm -hmm. going to come from that. The way we we work, 10 million job losses reported today, Mm -hmm. right? Um, With job losses, the stock market drops. When the stock market drops, that's an indication companies are losing money. Mm-hmm. People aren't trusting that these companies will survive. Airplanes uh, are scrambling to keep their airlines afloat. Um, cruise lines are going down. Banks, uh, uh, you know, so, so, so the coronavirus is not just come now to affect just the physical man, mm-hmm. but our entire world is being transformed, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, it has quarantined us. Quarantine is good if you got a, 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 a good family life. Right. For some people, some people are living at home with an abusive person. Right. Some people are... are, are, are you know, one of the problems with New York City school was they hesitated to close it because of how many people depended on the school lunch. Right. Some people are hungry. Right. And what I'm saying is, is that we are going to begin to know God, whether you get affected by this disease or not physically, 
The system has been affected. So you will be affected. Period. Point blank. You will be affected. And and when it affects you, for the believer, you're going to know God either as a provider. You're going to know God as a restorer. You're going to know God as a protector. Some of you are going to know God as a healer. Some of you are going to know God as all these things. His, his banner over me is love. You're going to know him as your peace. Yeah. You're going to know him as your righteousness because your righteousness was never based on, on, on if your gifting is being right. used. Right. right now, pastors are scrambling right. to feel important because half of them have never preached to a camera. So they feel like I'm ineffective. They don't know how to get views. Some of their congregations are not even on social media. So they're scrambling to try to hold their church. I mean, the system has been affected. With that being said, I want to pray tonight, a little later on, for everybody who's been affected in the worst way you can by losing a loved one. I have lost some friends. Um one of my dear brothers who I love. And I just want to take this moment to celebrate him because every time I went to his church to preach, Sister Sherry, uh, he would welcome me. I remember as a young minister, I would go preach and they love me, man. You know, I love a shouting church. You know what I'm saying? I'm old school Pentecostal. I know I got braids and I'm a rapper uh, uh, at times, (laughs) times when I feel like it. But I'm an old school guy, man. I, I love a shouting church. I love a shouting church. And he's got one of those shouting churches. Every time I preach there, I loved it so much, man. Um, and I remember just he would take me uh, uh, to his office and we would have conversations and he would just pour into me wisdom on what it means to be a pastor. And I lost my, my good friend, Bishop Williams. And um, I pray for your, his church and uh, his family and everybody else. We lift you up. There was another pastor too uh, um, uh, when I was very young. Very young. Was that, were we dating then? Which would mean this is about 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And when I was young coming up, man, he would often invite me to his church. And, and, and we became friends and just showed a lot of love to my ministry in the early days. Gave a teenage boy a chance to, to, to speak on his platform. Mm-hmm. And um, he went on to, to be with the Lord. And that's uh, Bishop Gates. Mm-hmm. Amen. And uh, 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 Miracle Center. Uh, bless your church too. And all these men of God, I salute you for what you've done in the kingdom, and I cherish the times we had together. And, um, you know, there's many more people that we're connected to as a church. Our church has been affected by this, and I know you've got family members um, that are wrestling, uh, that are probably struggling right now um, in some situations. Uh, uh, what I want you to know is that God is a good God Amen. and that God, uh, he's a keeper. He's yeah. a comforter. Yeah. Uh, hold on to him because it is, it is not the absence of problem that he promises, but in the midst of the storm, he promises peace. Yeah. And that's very important for you to understand because most people's Christianity prior to this, if it was based on as long as God does this, I'll love him. That is, those are the worst relationship. You know, it's like a boyfriend, girlfriend. As long as you do this, I'll stay with you. But the minute you don't do what I like, I'll leave you. Nobody, I don't want to be married to. I know you wouldn't stay married to me if, you know, every time you didn't do what I like, I threatened to leave. Right. 
And so most people relationship was based on God as an ATM. I never, I never wanted to know God as an ATM. I never forgot his many benefits, but I was always after his heart. Mm -hmm. And I always knew that this, this planet earth is not your home, right? Planet earth is temporary. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe that people are necessarily losing faith. I believe that people uncertainty though, people want, they want answers. And I don't believe that they're necessarily giving up on God. I believe more than ever people are running to God. We still got people watching because I can start to ramble and preach before I even start preaching. Share this video. I'm going to get into a quick word and then we're going to pray. Um, but yeah, this, this, uh, this thing has transformed our entire world and our world systems have been changed, which brings me to my word tonight. Mm. I want to go to the book of, uh, a book that, um, many people, uh, don't know or probably don't preach from anymore, but it's the book of Joel, right? And in the book of Joel, I always like to give context to the story because it's important for you to understand the book of Joel, there is a plague that is happening. Mm. A tremendous plague that is taking uh, the children of God. Uh, and God is not the causation of it, but he is allowing it. Okay. What you must understand is that God said that when, if the people of God turn from him, and you have made up your mind that you no longer want God for who God is, not a God that you've made up. Right. Because believe it or not, many people go to church and they serve a God that they've made up. Right? Like we, we've got our own concepts on different things. And we, we read the Bible sort of like, I, I like that part, but I'll disregard this yeah, part. Right. And any parent will tell you that they don't want their kids to just pick and choose what they want them to hear. Right. You either hear the whole message or you miss me with all that other stuff. Right. And so many of us, we have a concept of God that we've created and, and in that in itself, because you are telling God which parts you will obey, you have made yourself God. You have become God by telling God which parts of his word you will choose to obey or not. And so God told the children of Israel, if you don't serve me and honor me and follow my commands and listen to my laws... Because, and some people say, well, is God a tyrant who wants to just rule the world and have things his way? No. But the, when God is not there, whatever, if there's such a place, wherever God isn't is what evil is. Do you follow that? And so ultimately, God said, basically, whenever you turn from me, I'll grant you your wish my hedge of protection gone, mm. my, my, my hands will move. Mm. And oftentimes the children of Israel only came back to God when God did that. Mm. God allowed nations who were godless right. to raid them. Mm. And so it reminds me of, of coronavirus because, you know, it didn't come from New York, right. but we're feeling it. And I'm like, it came from outside, uh, outside inside. And yeah. so, you know, uh, God would allow these um, people to, to, to whatever. And it was only until, and God made this promise, and he said it in Chronicles chapter 7, very famous portion of scripture. When my people turn to me mm -hmm. and cry out to me, I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land, right? Mm -hmm. 
So what's happening here is a plague of locusts have come to the children of Israel. And somebody like, man, locusts ain't that bad. But this plague has similarities to the coronavirus. Because it ate up all of the crops, their system of government was not based on a stock market and uh, uh, the financial capitalism system that we have. Their system of government and economics was based on the crops and the harvest. As the crops go, the animals go. Because the animals need the the crops. So once the locusts ate up everything in the land, there was nothing for the animals. Mm -hmm. The animals, you were judged how rich you were by your flocks. If your flocks begin to dwindle, first of all, you got no food. And what begun to happen after the locusts was a great famine. And the locusts came and affected one thing first, but the system began to fall. Mm. (laughs) Do you see that? And I'm telling you, you're going to see tremendous effects from this virus. Not just what is happening physically, but systems are going to... I can imagine countries who cannot afford to send out a stimulus check. What's going to happen to those countries that are shut down? Systems are going to begin to fall. I pause right there to show you that God, um, God is able within a second to show the world that their system can collapse. The big bad America, the big bad whatever other country, and don't get me wrong, I love my country, I love America, right? The big bad, you name world power, you know, hit. In a matter of months, the world system, God has kind of said, yeah, the only constant you have in this world is not the government, is not your healthcare provider, is not your job, is not your, the only constant you have is me. And um, so the locust ate up everything. And then God, you know, uh, 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 begins to speak through this prophet. And one of the things he said was, render your hearts and not your garments. Right? Very important because when people, the children of God started to repent. Mm -hmm. And one of the signs of repentance was to rip your clothing. Right? Put ashes on your head and and cry in tears and rip. And God said, render your hearts, right? Mm-hmm. I believe it's in verse 16. I want to read it correctly. I believe it is. I believe it is. Yep. Even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, weeping, and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God. That's not my main portion of scripture, but I wanted to point that out because people of God... God has got our attention. And this is a time where the priest, and if you read this chapter, he talks to the priest, he talks to the leaders, he talks to everybody. This is the time where we got to start declaring God's word again. This is a time where, uh, you know, uh, one of my favorite preachers said it like this, God has a way of of doing things Mm -hmm. on every front. And every time we, we tell God we're not going to do it his way, mm. God leaves us over to our own demise. The book of Romans talk about that. The book of Romans talks about, you know, that we 
turned from God and our hearts became reprobate because we God gave us over to our own selves. And so we as a church have really got to get to a place where we preach the gospel again. Where we are not preaching a message that just tickles people's ears, right. that you know, and, and 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 not something where they just um, they just want to hear it to feel good. Mm-hmm. Here's a great inspirational song, but you're still walking out, not knowing that Christ died for you, not knowing that your sins are what caused them to go on the cross, mm-hmm. not knowing that your sins is what has caused the world to be in the chaos, mm-hmm. but you got an inspirational message and you running out to be the best you. Mm-hmm. And, and even now, I know that a lot of preachers have begun to preach repentance again yeah. because that's the way to, you know, when God's got your attention, it's time to cry out. Right. And as a nation, as a nation, there are certain things that we've done as a nation that even in the lockdown are still open. And without getting controversial, babies die often, unborn babies die often in this country. Um, uh, uh, People are still doing things that are godless. God has a a point of view on everything. Mm -hmm. And and we got to declare what that is. Now, with that being said, God told them, when you do repent, I don't care about the actions of repenting. Because the actions of putting a a post on Facebook looking like you repenting might look deep and your friends might give you likes. But God, keep your Facebook repentance, Mm. you know. And that's not to knock anybody who's been, I I post too and it's encouraging. Put them up, put them up. But what I'm saying is if you're doing it to be seen Mm. like these men did it to be seen, It, it is of no, uh, uh, you know, you, you can't be quarantined and turned up to godless music. Right. Okay, all right. I didn't, lo- I didn't lost everybody. Right. Like, here we go. But, but I have no answer for what's happening outside. Right. The one who has an answer is holy. Yes. And I ain't trying to do nothing at this point to tell him, I just need you to fix this so I can get back to my turn up. Mm. No. God is not going to move his hands until his hands has accomplished what he wants. God is going to get his point across to the nations, to the world. And I'm not surprised. He said these things will happen. There will be famines in the land. There will be pestilence. And he said, but this is just the beginning. This this ain't even the end. The end is when all the world has heard the gospel. There are billions of people on the other side of the globe who has not heard the gospel. This gospel still needs to be preached. I'm talking a lot tonight here, Sherry. Amen, amen. I hope y'all still with me tonight. Amen, amen, amen. We still got an audience. But listen to what he said. Render your heart and not your garments because repentance is truly turning. So you can't say, I'm going to turn from my wicked ways in in what I do for now. Your heart has to really see what sin does. Every time I hear a friend of mine has passed, or every time I hear somebody post up that they lost a loved one here in New York, The wages of sin is what has brought death in this world. And death has a sting. And every time they die, I realize that this is not how it was meant to be. 
You see, uh, I always give this example to Church City. When you're driving in your car, there are some lights on your dashboard. Mm -hmm. When one of those lights come on, the light is an indicator that there is a problem inside. Right. When death reigns, mm -hmm. when disease reigns, those are lights on the dashboard. Mm -hmm. Those are indications that planet Earth has a bigger problem. Mm -hmm. And that bigger problem is we've been separated from our God. Right. And how do we lead the charge? The same way Joel said. Joel charged the people of God to go back to their God. And once they started going back to their, their God, somewhere in the middle of chapter 2, Joel started prophesying and, and just basically telling God, how can the people of God who's worshiping their God, how can that God not begin to show up and show off? You know how we could change this thing? By repenting and sending up the loudest praise we can. In spite of what we're right. going through. You know all these messages that we've been preaching for months and hearing all these preachers preach? Preach while you're going through. Now is the time. Right. Now is the time to declare that God is God. Yes. Now is the time to worship like never before. Mm -hmm. Now is the time to lift up a loud cry. Now is the time to post scriptures. Right. Now is the time to go out and let people know who God is. The world, they, they, their ears are turned and are listening very loudly at this point. They are, they are listening. Now is the time to bring this gospel message. And I'll tell you one thing I know about God. When his people begin to brag on who he is, God is the type of God, like I'm the type of father. And what I mean by that is I'm nowhere near God. But when my sons brag about me, you know, I start feeling like a chump, man. I start being like, you feel like that about me? When, when, when Silas or Shy begin to say, you know dad is going to fix this. Don't worry, mom, dad. I might not have a clue how to fix it, but I'm sure going to try because of how they brag on me. When we begin to brag that our God is a healer, Amen. that our God is bigger than the virus, yes. that our God has the answer to right. America's problems, to the world's economies, to the nation's problems, when we begin to declare that mm -hmm. I believe God will begin to say my people yes. have come back to me yes. not, not that not that everybody was out wilding out right. and sinning I'm not saying that tonight but I'm saying that if we begin to cry out to God mm -hmm. like seriously like fasting and praying mm -hmm. like really turn and it's a good time to fast because the food scarce anyway so uh, fasting and praying and, and, you know, instead of fasting just in the beginning of the year, because right. it's ritualistic to do a Daniel fast, we need to fast now. Two, right. three days of fasting. Turn a meal down. God, you're going to move. Right. God, you're bigger than this virus. God, you're, and, and, and begin to do those things. Call each other. Get on prayer lines. Mm -hmm. And when you get on the prayer lines, just don't be there silent like this, boring. And then get on, on, on TV shows. I'm not saying not to have a, a, a fun time if you can. Get your mind off stuff. But man, we got to press in at this time. Right. And here's my scripture that I'm going to close with. This is how Jesus, this is how God answered and he ended this whole thing, right? Uh, where, where's my scripture at? Uh, verse 2. Chapter 2, where is it at? The Lord answers. And this is what he answers and said. says, right? In 21 of Joel chapter 2, be not afraid, all right, uh, uh, O wild animals, for, for the open pastures are becoming green. The trees are bearing their fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their riches. 
Be glad, O people of Zion. Rejoice in the Lord your God. He has given you the autumn rains and righteousness. He sends you abundant showers, both the autumn springs. So what was happening here is that God begun to send the rains, right? And then he says this, verse 25. Come on, I got some old saints watching me tonight that you can shout with me. The new saints, y'all got to learn about this. This is the part he says. Because what had happened was, the systems have collapsed. Right. They're in famine. They have nothing. Mm -hmm. He says, rejoice, wild animals. Right? <laughs> right. You follow me or you don't get what I'm saying? Yes. He, he's, telling the, he's telling all the systems, begin to rejoice. Because mm -hmm. I'm about to move. Mm -hmm. And then he says this. Don't you know that I am able to restore to you the years? Mm -hmm. He didn't say restore money. Some of us feel like we're losing time. We lose. He said, I am able to restore the years the locusts have eaten. Wow. I, the great locusts and the young locusts, the other locusts, the locust swarm, the great army that I sent among you, you will have plenty to eat until you are full. And you will praise the name of the Lord your God who has worked wonders for you. Mm -hmm. Never again will my people be shamed. In other words, I love that verse right there so much because he says, don't you know I'm able to restore Thank the years, yes. the joy that those years are trying to steal, right. the, 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 the calamity that you've had to endure. Right. Don't you know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy right. comes yes. in the morning. Yes. Don't you know that I, the Lord your God, will not allow my people to be shamed. I'm not preaching tonight to tell you that God's people are wicked, but I'm here to tell you that God's people should know where to go for the answers. Right. And if we begin to cry out to our God yes. and call on our God yes. and turn to our God like never before, I just got a feeling that God is going to say, uh-uh. My people in the midst of storms right. are still holding on to me. Hallelujah. It's like Job. He bragged on Job. He said, he said to Satan, he said, have you considered? It's almost like God was saying all the work that you've been doing. Because right. he said, I've been to and fro. He said, have you ever stopped to think about challenging my guy? Because my guy is faithful. And so the enemy says, no, 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 no. Your guy is faithful because you've been good to him. Right. Because you've given him stuff. Because you've blessed him. You've got a hedge of protection around him. Remove that hedge. Let me have my way with him and see if he won't curse you. Mm -hmm. God says, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Do You see, God is not the causation. Right. Satan is. Right. But God will allow it. Mm -hmm. And God will get glory in the end. God allowed it, but God says, don't touch his life. Right. Oh my gosh, man. I'm about to tear this house up. Hallelujah. And, and so at the end of it all, hallelujah, Job never once charged God foolishly. He held on to God. And God is the God. When God answered, that's a whole nother sermon. God, you know, I preached a message years ago called Brace Yourself. Because that's what Jesus, that's what God, when he came in, said to him. Job had all these questions that I'm sure we had. And when God came to answer the questions, he said, I'm going to answer your questions. But brace yourself. And he came in on a whirlwind, the Bible says. Came in on a tornado. God rides on the storms. God walks on the water. And he said, brace yourself, Job. Before I answer your questions, I got a couple for you. Answer this. 
Where were you when I, oh my gosh, when I flung the stars in the sky and the morning stars sang? Where were you, Job, when I told the oceans? You, can, you think this ocean is stopping every day just because? God is at work. Amen. God has never stopped working. Amen. The same God that causes the sun to rise. Yes. The same God that causes the sun to set. Yes. The same God that is moving in our lives. Oh, you better believe he is not taken by surprise right. over this virus. Right. He is more than in charge. And I want you to know today that that God, if we turn to him, if you turn to him and you cry out to him, what the government is trying to figure out to do, God will give them the answer in a second. Yes. What politicians and doctors are trying to figure out, God will show. God is, God, how about this? God has already made the way. Right. How about the way has already been released? How about we just got to pray, heaven, your will be done on earth as Amen. it is in heaven. Amen. But I do know this, that ain't going to come until God has gotten the nation's attention. And I think he's getting our attention. Mm. But some of us are still playing games. Yeah. Some of us are quarantined and still not regarding what's going on. Right. Pay attention. This is bigger than a virus. Mm. This is bigger than what's happening with your eyes. There, are, there is a God that is, that is alive and well. There's an unseen world. And we've got to look to that world to manifest the answers in this one. I want to pray with you tonight. Do me a favor. Take a second to put your prayer request in there. I hope you were blessed by that. Truly blessed. Truly, truly blessed. I, I, and I want you to put your prayer request right now. Write them down. Uh, we're going to get into the uh, prayer. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just help me out. I got to drink some water. I've been preaching up a storm. That was a blessing to me. I hope it was a blessing to you also. I'm not seeing the prayer request, but before we get off, we would love your prayer request to be up there so we can pray for you. That was a moving, moving message. I'm Thank about, you. I'm about to go and read the whole book of Joel, and I know it's a short one. <laughs> that's a very short yeah, one. And, and, be... and you know what chapter 3 says? Mm -mm. Chapter 3 says, look, look. Well, not even chapter 3. Joel 2 and 28. After he says that, I don't mean to preach again, but look at what he says. He says, after that, right? It goes on and he says, uh, the God who will never allow his people to be shamed again. And then he goes on and he says, when you get to 28, uh, 27, then you will know that I am in Israel, that I am the Lord God, and that there is no other. Never again will my people be shamed. Mm -hmm. And afterward, you ready? Mm -hmm. No, you're not ready for this. Mm. I'm telling you, you're not ready. <laughs> I'm not. You wasn't raised like me. If Pastor Elizabeth is watching, I know she's going to shout now. This is what he said. And afterwards, after the calamity, mm. after the calamity, mm. when the people have turned back and cried out, and I've answered, this is what he says in 2 and 28. And afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people, your sons and daughters, will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see... Y'all understand what I'm saying? Y'all understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah. There's coming a revival from this. And God is going to pour his spirit out like never before because he's got our attention. 
And uh, we just thank God. Uh, I hope you're putting your prayer requests down there. I'm not able to look at both. Amen. Uh, you got you got some. If if you have an unspoken request, put unspoken to as well. Someone's but, friend got tested positive. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, good. So we're going to pray for all those things, right? Anxiety, protection on our frontline workers, wisdom for our leaders and believers. We can pray right now. We can go to God right now, man, and we can we can turn to him for the answers. Amen. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Nurse, pray for those um those essential workers, those medical workers who are recovering and those who are they're fearful right now yeah 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 you know and like those of you who are watching and you're struggling with fear and you feel like the fear and the faith can't exist in the same house and they can't one is going to drive the other one Mm -hmm. one is going to drive the wheel Mm -hmm. go watch the sermon from last week the man cried out and he said lord i believe help my unbelief so if you feel an anxiety, ask God to remove it. And the cure for anxiety is a lot of prayer. Right. A lot of prayer. A lot of prayer. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, pray. And the more you talk to God, what happens is the Bible says you magnify God. You can't really magnify God because he's everywhere. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, you know, when you hold a magnifying glass up to something, it makes it bigger. Mm-hmm. And what happens is when you worship God, it makes God show you how big he is mm-hmm. in comparison to what's come up against you. Mm-hmm. But we're going to pray and we're going to ask God. My first thing, though, is if you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, I want you to ask Jesus to come into your heart tonight. You're watching this. You may be watching the replay of this. I want you to call on God right where you are in your living room and ask God to save you. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit will storm in your life and he will save you and secure you that if ever you pass from this life, you will see and meet God. The blood of Jesus will cover you and you will have life everlasting. So I want to pray with you. Ask Jesus into your heart today with me. Uh, Repeat with me, Sherry, and those of your home that are asking Jesus into your heart, you can repeat with me. Say, Father God, God, I come to you today today, and I thank you you that you died on the cross, that your son died, that I may have life, that I may have life more abundantly, that I may have life eternally. Father, you died. Because I was a sinner. But my sins no longer reign or rule over my life. I turn from them. And I put my trust in the work of the cross. And what you did. And that you rose again. Father, forgive me of every sin. And I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And from tonight, I am saved. I'm saved. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen.